reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are back, and we are going back into the Silver Age for a, a little visit. We're looking at Doom Patrol number 104 from 65, 66, June 1966. It's a mm-hmm. wedding issue. <laughs> oh, yeah. The yeah, world's yeah. wildest wedding party. Uh-huh. Totally. Not a hoax, not a dream, but the real stuff. Yes. <laughs> that cover is uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Yeah, you got yep. uh, Elastigirl in her little uh, veil and with the Just her uniform. Yeah. <laughs> her uniform and the veil. Fighting the big uh, Madame Rouge who's all curled around the trellis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little Reed Richards there. That's right. Stretchy. While the Doom Patrol and Superman, Batman, and the Flash look on like dummies. <laughs> That's right. Why would they interfere? I mean, really. <laughs> Why would anyone crash a, a wedding that Superman was at? Because that <laughs> seems really dumb. <laughs> well, if you know he's just going to stand around, I guess. Uh, I guess you're on. Uh, Safe territory there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this is it. This is finally... Uh, the wedding. The wedding of... Fighting the bullet and uh, <laughs> signing up for Canubia Bliss. Right. Awesome. <laughs> Such as Bliss ever gets with the Doom Exactly. Nothing is uh, straightforward and, and easy. <laughs> All right, so we open up, and we get some ads for some DC TV shows. We've got uh, Batman and Robin in color on ABC TV. We've got The Adventures of Superman also in color. And Superboy had a show, I guess. Oh, a cartoon show. Superboy and Crypto Mm -hmm. and... And, uh, did not know that. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Ironically, yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's all <laughs> black and white. And then, oh, a hit or a, an ad for the Broadway musical hit. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Woohoo! <laughs> wow. Plus, well, coming in the fall of '66, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Plastic Man, and Metamorpho. Oh, I would love to see the Metamorpho one. That would be awesome. Huh. That actually ever, ever hit. Yeah, I I know there's Aquaman. Yeah, I seem to recall Aquaman getting some. Yeah, yeah. I oh, the Flash too, but I don't remember the other guys. Well, Plastic Man eventually got his, but that was in the seventies. That was yeah, way later. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Something to check up on on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah. <maybe. laughs> well, Metamorpho would be awesome. He's made for TV. Oh, yeah, totally. He's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Computer science. What's Absolutely. Like? For sure. 
Ah, all righty. <laughs> so, so we open. There we go. Yes, this is Rita. She's opening the, the, the big door that's about. <laughs> it's above her head. She can't possibly be expected to read that. <laughs> I know. Harry, it's such a wonderful day. I thought we might go to... Oh, I didn't know you'd remove your bandages. She's like, didn't you see the keep out sign? Larry's been using this gizmo to focus his, his radiation into a laser. Excellent. Now, I'm not sure how useful that's going to be feel because it'll like that around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty big mechanism. Yeah, it's the size of his head. And, and it caught, you know, he's going to stand behind it. Yeah. His face unmasked. Yeah, I don't know what that. Yeah. Cool look, though. So she gives up on him and goes to see Robot Man, but he's too busy, uh, I don't know what he's doing, testing the electromagnetic feet. Uh-huh. his robot body. Walking on the ceiling there, yep. near about. Little Lionel Richie there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she goes to the Chief. Chief, of course, is busy spying on everyone. As he does. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, uh, nope, sorry, baby. You're on your own. Yeah. She likes being a Doom Troller, except when there's nothing to do. Then she just sits around being a being boo. Yeah. too lonely. Poor thing. Uh-oh, but then she starts to shake and rises up out of her chair. <laughs> oh, no, help, anybody, help. And she goes floating out a window. And the other Doom Trollers come and go, what the? What the diddly? <laughs> That's exactly what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Native man shoots out to try and rescue her, but he gets some sort of invisible brick wall, a wall of energy. He cannot Same get to her. Pulling through the air. What's that? He just can't get to her. I know, he's going to say, I'll squish her. <laughs> she tries going, but uh, doesn't seem to help. She's still being dragged along. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, oh, of course, why didn't I do it before? I know who's behind this. Get me into our car quickly. I'll take you to Rita. All right. So, yeah, she shows up, ends up at the um, old uh, Steve Dayton mansion there. Uh -huh. the richest man in the world. All right. Right behind Bruce Wayne. And, <laughs> and who else is, who else is uh, rich in the DC universe? Lex Luthor Lex probably. Luthor's probably rich. Uh, Although, is he really rich in this at this time in the 60s? Uh, he didn't become like the rich businessman guy until the eighties. Yeah, maybe he's not rich. Oliver he's Queen, funny. he's rich. Still. Oliver Queen's probably the rich, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm just wondering how they came across you know, he's like the Forbes four hundred or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's number five. He is number five. So he's got yeah, he's got his uh, magic bucket hat plugged into a big <laughs> uh, amplifier can there so he can uh, so you can have, have the power to drag her along, even uh -huh. if she's real big. You donut domed dimwit, <laughs> let me down. You donut domed dimwit. Awesome. Nothing like alliteration to tell someone you're real pissed. That is right. Stan Lee would be proud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is nice. <laughs> when I invented this transformer, I designed it to lift an object weighing precisely 118 pounds. Your weight. Don't you find that interesting, Glamour Puss? <laughs> Wait, but didn't she, like, grow really big? Uh-huh. Do you think that she probably weighs more then? <laughs> what if she was wearing a really big belt buckle? That's and not right. Be able to grab it in? 
He's one of those big trucker belt buckles. Heaven forbid she diet or, you know, eat an ice cream sundae or something. Or oh, yeah, exactly. Get a little bloated on one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> that machine. He did not think that machine through very well. Not very well, no. Either that or he just didn't build it very well. It's actually good up to like 200 pounds. He just said 118 to make her feel good. <laughs> That's right. If you're going to guess a lady's weak. Yes, my lord. No. <laughs> Anyhow, at that moment, the uh, robot man kicks the window in because that's what he does, I guess, and he rips apart the thing, <laughs> the amplifier gun. He's like, hey, stop that, you metal maniac. And then he proceeds to pick up robot man with it. With his helmet. <laughs> with his regular helmet there, yeah. His regular helmet can pick up robot man, but he needs the amplifier to pick up the last two girls. Maybe it's a distance thing. Maybe, maybe that's it. Science is so complicated. Yes. So, uh, the chief and and Larry are looking on. Chief thinks that Cliff can do it on his own, so let's see what he does. So (laughs) Cliff pulls off one of his own hands and whips it it at Mento's head. Of course he does. (laughs) Of course he does. Yeah. That's his first go to thing. What can I pull off myself? That's right. Solve this problem. <laughs> oh dear. And then he kicks him with his robot feet. No, you'll kill him. Let's get this student street buddy once and for all. Rita doesn't need you and doesn't want you. And that goes double thrust, says Larry coming in. Come close to her again, we'll settle your hash permanently. All right. Hold it, you two. Who do you think you are, my big daddy? Stay out of my affairs. Button up, you sound like a pair of outboard motors. (laughs) This is awesome for someone in the 60s to be. uh, She is no Sue Richards or Sue Storm at this point. She's uh, she's one feisty chicky. Yeah, so basically she's uh, she's saying, you know, I, I'm doing my own thing. It's none of your business. You guys were too busy hanging, to hang out with me before. And now, you know, all of a sudden, now that somebody else wants to hang with me, well, you guys are all up in my business. <laughs> That's not cool. That is not cool. She's uh, definitely not your uh, wi- lilting lily. No, uh, it's cool. It's neat to see. Yeah. Like there's no... Yeah, like who else? Like Wonder Woman, she would still be. She's all moony over what's his name. Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor, yeah, yeah. Lois Lane's all always all about. Well, she's she's always up in Superman's business. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That counts as love at this point. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Rita's cool. Yeah, she is great. She's her own girl, that's for sure. As we will see in another panel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Mentos like, oh, I knew you were into me, baby. This is awesome. We're gonna be we're gonna have so much fun together. And she's like, oh, wham. <laughs> Pulls a Rick James on him. <laughs> so I'll let you know when I want to be kissed, Mr. Dayton. Until then, forget it. <laughs> That's right. right. She is uh, in charge of her own stuff. Totally. Both sides. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so Robot Man's like, oh, that's what she wants. No oil off my bearings. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. He's like, but he's thinking to himself, oh, yeah, but next time I see that Mento, I'm going to clean his clock. (laughs) 
And Larry's doing basically the same thing, saying one thing, thinking the other. Yes. We don't care what she does, but we'll kill that dude. <laughs> Fortunately, there is a bank robbery. Yes, that, lucky uh, for everyone involved, there's a bank robbery to get somebody's mind off. That's right. When we a little crash and bashing, there's always a bank robbery. So they jump out of the car. For some reason, there's this giant waste paper basket. Yeah, it's got to be like 10 it's feet, like 12 10, feet 15 tall. 15 tall, yeah. <laughs> Why? Don't know. And it says, keep your city clean. I guess it's an advertisement of some sort. But Maybe. Maybe. Weird. Keep your city clean, but don't use this garbage can, because you will need a ladder to get into it. <laughs> yeah, because if this one gets full, we can't pick it up and dump it. <laughs> exactly. So a negative man goes and scoops up all the bank robbers, throws in the garbage can, Cliff carries the garbage can around until he catches them all at the end. Yes. Stupid, stupid bank robbers. Yes. Why would you rob a bank and do it to a city? Honestly. <laughs> They're just not thinking. I guess not. So they get back home and, uh, oh, there's Rita. She's sitting there. We figured you'd see things our way, says Larry. Figure again. I'm back here because I'm as much a member of the Duke Patrol as any of you, but that's all. You two conducted yourselves like a pair of juvenile apes today until you're ready <laughs> to apologize to Mento and me. Don't bother speaking to me except in the line of duty. Wow. Oof. Harsh. Uh -huh. And she says, well, you're in luck. Something in the line right now. It's urgent. Rush off to the scene of whatever's going on. It's a, it's a mine of some sort, I think. Yeah. And a cave in the tunnel we're digging. Seven men are trapped under tons of sand. So, yeah. <laughs> so Cliff pulls the back off the dump truck. That's what he does. Yeah. He's always about the breaking. Negative man puts a bunch of holes in it for some reason. <laughs> Not sure how this is going to play out. We have an ad for a free trip around the world. All right. Oh, it's not really a future no. world. It's about reading. Yes, go to oh. the library. Go to the library. So there you go, kids. Go to the library. And it will be like you are traveling around the world. Except you won't have to talk to a creepy old sailor. Yeah. <laughs> He's smoking in the library with this big old Yeah, that doesn't seem, you know, healthy or safe. No. <laughs> I probably want fire away from the place. But that's just me. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, so Rita picks up the dump truck back with all the holes in it and uses it just willy-nilly starts <laughs> scooping stuff up, rocks and sand and everything, and shaking it out until the guy, <laughs> oh man, so there's three of the guys in this thing, and they're surrounded by boulders, so while she's been shaking this out, they've been buffeted by big rock, like head-sized rocks. Wow. Ow. Oh, that doesn't seem like fun at all. <laughs> Here, they're all still alive, but they all need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> yeah. You'll be visiting the chiropractor for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, hey, everybody's like, oh, good job. Woo, they're all alive. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my. Says, hey, nice work, Rita. I'm not interested in your congratulations, Mr. Trainer. We're off duty now. <laughs> this is going to be known as the Mute Patrol. We're <laughs> not allowed to talk to anybody. <laughs> Meanwhile, at a gay social affair. Oh. <laughs> really? 
See how this works. Oh. oh, Steve, you're wonderful, but do be careful. That Ming vase is worth $60,000. Don't worry, Baroness. If I break it, I'll buy you the whole factory. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh look. Oh, at first I thought he was using his little mental powers. He's not. He's like he's, holding on to it. like a stick. <laughs> he's balancing it on a stick. Oh. That seems safe. Yeah, that seems totally safe. <laughs> and then... Apparently, Tony Stark comes up on him. <laughs> <laughs> or at least a dude that looks like Tony Stark because he's drunk. And he's got the little mustache and the black hair and the tux. Uh-huh. He's like, Dayton, you're the fifth richest man in the world, Jess. You give me a pay. I'm going to punch you one. Yeah, that's totally Tony. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, just wait till I put this vase down. Buddy. Relax. Look out, Steve. He's not going to wait. And, buddy... <laughs> oh, so, so Steve cold cocks him while still holding the vase up with the other hand. Uh-huh. What that a man. amazing. Poor <laughs> Tony Stark. Not much without his armor, I guess. No, and he's got a bad heart, too. I know. He probably hit the heart punch on him. That's right. <laughs> no, over. <laughs> uh, so afterwards, they're out in his convertibles, touring around. Uh-huh. And he basically busts out the question. I want you to come with me to marry me. I'm not going to pretend to be surprised, Steve, but I'm not going to give you an answer right away. You can't. There's too much at stake for me. I know that, but while you're making up your mind, here's something I want you to place on the scales. <laughs> <laughs> that was a kiss game. <laughs> it's apparently so good that like she's kissed hundred men, hundreds of men in front of movie cameras. This is different. Uh-huh. There this you is. go. <laughs> He's like, you didn't slap me that time. He says, no, I didn't. Uh, ooh, ooh. Someone is falling. Uh-oh. Next day, the Doom Patrol driving around in their convertible. Everybody's got convertibles. has got convertibles. Yeah. I would like to live in this city. <laughs> this city of convertibles and giant trash cans. Mm-hmm. So they were commenting on how quiet Rita is lately. And they get to this house, and Killer Keller is hiding inside, using the housewife as a hostage. You can't, you can't get at her, so uh, we need you to get, get her out. <laughs> All right. So they, I guess Rita shrinks down, goes inside a newspaper, and they fling it at the, uh, the door, and... I guess Buddy's not too busy with this hostage situation to read the newspaper, so... Have I made the headlines? Am I there yet? Yeah, that's all he's waiting for. <laughs> so he pulls the paper in, and of course he jumps out and goes really big, grabs onto him, done deal. Captured. Saves the little housewife. Yepper. Nice work, Rita. Lovesick. Especially for a goofy lovesick dame with her mind a thousand miles from here. Lovesick, goofy, thank you, Mr. Drenny. Your attitude has just helped me make a very important decision. Screw you, hippies, I'm getting married. <laughs> and for all the right reasons, too. Yes, I got married to spite my teammates. <laughs> well done. You showed them. Doom Patrol girl, the world's fifth richest man. Fifth richest man again. God damn. Yeah. Everybody knows he's the fifth richest, too. Not just him. I guess he tells everybody enough. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. 
But don't get excited. That marriage is never going to take place. I've got a scheme to stop it. My man's giving him a really creepy wink. Yeah. I'll bet you do. Wink, wink. I love it when you get cheap and nasty, Larry. You're such a pro. There's something going on here, guys. Totally. Uh, And they thought it only got weird and sexual as Morrison around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, yeah. Precedent. There's precedent for sure. Uh, so the morning of the wedding, uh, he says, he's got a delivery guy. He says, deliver this precisely 10 minutes or 20 minutes. It must be delivered to Miss Farr alone. No one else. So, no problem, guy. You scare me. That's right. You and your crazy wink. <laughs> and so him and Robot Man are all happy with themselves. Getting ready. They get ready to go to the wedding. Everybody's gathered for the wedding, but uh, Cliff and Larry haven't shown up yet. She's con- she says, you know, don't worry. They'll, they'll show up. They'll be there at the last minute. But they'll show up. Totally. And she's like, we were so close for such a long time that I thought they'd want to be here, no matter how they felt. But I guess they would come. And, she's and on her wedding day. Oh, I the know. rats. Rotten, rotten. <laughs> Doing the chores. Uh-huh. And, of course, this is the time when Larry and Cliff get second thoughts. Like, uh, yeah, we should probably go. Yeah, let's go stop that messenger before it's too late. Of course it is too late. The messenger is handing it to Rita as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then Larry shows up, grabs the message from the dude, and throws it up in the Indies of the building. That's a good throw for a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look what you made me do. They wouldn't do it out of my hands. <laughs> Don't worry. These magnet shoes will let me walk up that drain pipe. And whoa! And the drain pipe gives way and he falls down. She grows up and grabs the letter. She says, oh, it's from MDM, my old studio, Steve. Is it true that you own part of that company? But is it true the studio is going broke and the head man asked you to do anything to get me to return? Anything including marriage? No, that's a lie. The whole thing is a frame-up that Cliff and I tried to pull off. But we changed our mind at the last minute. See, clean, Rita, honest. <laughs> and I'm so glad, because I like Steve. But, of course, I won't marry him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Poor Mento. At first he's getting accused of being a jackass, and now he's not getting married. What the? What? The um. what? Bye, Steve. See you around. <laughs> you know the guy who's innocent. But I also know who really cares about me. Two men who were willing to give me up just to be sure I'd be happy. <laughs> so this is all just some big who loves me more scheme. <laughs> and she's like, that's that's some Lois Lane level stuff there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yeah. so she's got her moments. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Champagne, tears, and kisses. All right. <laughs> Champagne for us. Machine oil for you, pal. Ha, ha, ha. But have no fears, gang, because that's only half the story. That's right. Part two, Bride of the Blue Patrol. Uh-huh. Which was also the title of part one, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve's walking around still wearing his tux, I don't know. His tux and his helmet. <laughs> and, this is, and this has been a couple of days, I guess, because the newspapers already have the, the story that she dumped him. Uh-huh. X3, X3, Elastigirl bounces Mento. Like, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, ouch. Everybody hasn't taken off his tux yet or his, or his helmet, so. <laughs> it's been at least he's a day. He's uh, Opie Mopimento. Uh-huh. 
and you know, to the headquarters, she's sitting in, she's thinking about what she's like, I have no choice. I had to stand in the cooking room, but I'll always love Mentor. Now I've lost it. <laughs> and as usual, the guys try to cheer them up, cheer her up by using their powers. Which I don't, I don't, I never understood why they thought this was going to make it feel better. Yeah, I can walk on the ceiling. Look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me. <laughs> oh, look at me. I twisted negative man into a pretzel for you, Rita. <laughs> yeah. And Cliff, of course, is so as always pulls off his own arm and stretches it out <laughs> so he can uh, lean on it. Yes, very, uh, very, uh, I don't even have words for what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably true. <laughs> She's like, thanks to try to give me the case of the jellies, boys, but it's not necessary. I don't care if I never see Steve Mento, Steve Mento dating again. She's kidding. Uh, I think so. <laughs> there goes the best chick and the loudest liar in the world. Her heart's wicked and she still makes it makes out like it's only a head cold. <sighs> I'd like to break Mento's back. Well, meanwhile, she's... God damn, will you stop pulling your own arm off? <laughs> so he's going, gets the blowtorch out and he starts welding it back on. He's like, I'm confused. First you two did everything to stop the wedding. And now you want to destroy Menta because you didn't marry? He's like, whatever. <laughs> We're just going to try and fix it. Thanks for putting my arm back on. So, uh, in order to cheer himself up, Steve went out and got himself some new, a new costume. <laughs> which is fucking hideous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He looks like Evil Knievel. <laughs> yeah. But not quite as classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red cape, egg splat on his shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah. It looks like somebody's doing an egg or something. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be representative of his uh, mental energy, but really it just looks like an egg splat. Yeah. Or perhaps the ill form Starro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some sort of nucleus thing. He's changed up his helmet. See, his helmet looks like it looks, looks like a white motorcycle helmet now. Yeah, he looks almost like the Great Kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a little antenna. <laughs> uh huh. Oh dear. Ah well. Little, uh, this new helmet has five times the power of the first one. Right. Ooh, and he says he's got enough power to hammer the Green Gang to ribbons. I think so. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's like, Doom Patrol, this is Mento. I want Robot Man and Larry Trainer. Send them out if they got the guts enough to face me. So, of course, they run out. And, hey, let's go. That's right. A battle ensues. So they're fighting and fighting. Mento zaps Cliff's leg with his uh, mental bolts, taking off one of his feet. Uh, Larry lets Negative Man out, and like, Negative Man gets a big hole blown in him. Yeah. From his radio interference ray in his helmet. Oh, snap. It's almost like he designed it to fight the Doom Patrol. Suddenly Rita comes out, she's like, oh, you fool, did you think you'd win me back by beating up my buddies? <laughs> Are you retarded? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. She goes really big, but then, oh, he blinds her with a mental beam. That's right. What she a gets douche. Zapped. Oh. What a douche. Watch it, stretch girl. You're headed straight for me. Ah! <laughs> she falls over on top of Cliff. Squashes him. 
Oh, boy. Larry, get rid of the house so the chief can work on her eyes fast. That chick's the greatest thing going. Okay, but what about you? <laughs> not doing nothing. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Going to get a new foot and go in the house wrecking business. <laughs> totally. Oh, he gets a new foot put on and goes over to Dayton's house and smashes in, starts trashing the place. His butler shoots at him for a bit and he's like, well, whatever. <laughs> the rifle. <laughs> yeah. Later, I still can't ascertain the precise damage to the optic nerves. You could be blinded permanently. When is this stupidity going to stop? Hmm. Ask Mento. He started it. He did, she doesn't regain her vision in fast, though. We're going to finish him. So Mento's back in his house and sees his crib all trashed up. What the? Yeah, now I'm really angry. Yeah, before he was just kind of angry. Losing the love of his life makes him kind of angry. You trash the stuff, oh, oh. it's on. <laughs> now it's on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Meanwhile, on the so-called dark side of the moon, base of Garguax, alien thing extraordinaire. All right. Oh, Garguax. Ah, here comes my rocket fairy, returning your efficient assistant, Mr. Brain. Let's see what Madame Rouge has to report. Oh, look at that. So she... Made herself look like Mento and attacked the Doom Patrol. It's been a double cross. Yes. So it was never Mento that attacked the Doom Patrol. Well, it was just Madame Rouge. Madame Rouge with a funky helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Although she must, they must have been some good spies going because she had his like new costume. She had his new costume. That's right. There you are. Yeah. Up to the minute. Mm -hmm. Up to the minute spies. We don't get a bloopity bloop out of the brain. Oh, no, he's, he's being very sedate. He's trying not to move too much. <laughs> Must be all the pressure of being out in space. Maybe, maybe. So they're like, yeah, so we'll just let Mento and the Doom Patrol fight themselves. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, back at headquarters, the uh, chief's using some laser eye surgery on Rita, <laughs> and she's all good. That is Yay! She can see. Hooray! Huzzah, huzzah. She's like the machine automatically identified the way that Minto used against her. I read and calibrate from within. I'll find out what it was. Great Scott! The ray came from an element that doesn't exist in our world. Hmm. Interesting. Wait. So, uh, the, meanwhile, Larry and uh, Cliff are going after Mento. And she's like, stop, stop, stop all action at once until, you've, until you have received this bulletin. <laughs> so make it snappy. I got a date to knock Mento on his million dollar back. <laughs> uh, and shortly, as a fantastic spaceship hurdles towards Earth at a speed. That's right. You all know your role is in this undertaking? Yes, Master. Mala is ready. <laughs> Madame Rouge is at your command. I'm ready to brain, but I'm not so confident as you. We'll go to that. On my world, none would be foolish enough to be fooled by a ploy of this sort, let, to let petty angers blind them so. You have much to learn about human psychology, Gargulax, and let me show you. Turn on the cosmoscope once more. And it shows uh, Mento and Cliff and... Larry getting ready to uh, duke it out again by the Golden Gate Bridge, looks like. They're having their rumble. Oh, oh excuse me. 
Um, Minto picks Cliff up, of course, and starts throwing him around. Cliff's like, oh, put me down or I'll pulverize you. He's like, well, that's why I won't put you down, dummy. <laughs> and uh, we're getting at the scooter. <laughs> Swinging with scooter. All right. And so finally, uh, Mentor drops him. Oh. And it looks like his arm fell off again. Arm and leg, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. What happened there? I don't even understand. Uh, yeah, I think we just uh, met. It was all cool. Him. Yeah, but what happened to Larry then? Oh, I think. Oh, I think he dropped, dropped him, him on Larry. Of Larry yeah. Knocked yeah. Larry out, broke, broke Cliff apart. Okay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so they're all uh, taken down there. Mm hmm. The fools battered themselves. Exactly, Monsieur. Now you three will move in for the kill. So Rita comes in. She's not blind anymore. And she says, oh, you blinded me, and now you've just tried to destroy them, but you'll pay for it. She blinded you? Wait, what? I didn't know that. Rita, you're making a mistake. You're spoiling everything. But first, I'll rob you of the mental powers. And he grabs his helmet and takes it off and crunches it, and picks him up and throws him in the river. <laughs> I think I almost think that you go soak your head. <laughs> Meanwhile, she runs towards Cliff, and as she does, she gets caught in a plastic net of some sort. Uh-huh, one big plastic baggie. Yeah, and it's super strong. She can't tear it or break it. It must be mylar. Yes. The Ziploc treatment. Mm -hmm. And it's airtight, too. Oh, no. It's <laughs> like, oh, hold on, sweetie. It's convenient how both the, the arm and the leg on that side fell off. Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to drag himself back together. But here comes Gargouex and uh, Monsieur Malat and Madame Louise. And Gargouex uses his, his rig gun to melt down the leg that Clifton going for. Right. Uh, Madame Rouge grabs Rita with her sneaky <laughs> stretchy arm there. Gets it a squish. Yeah, yeah. And, well, here comes the chief, and he grabs her with the, cl the claw on his uh, super chair there. <laughs> the action chair. That's awesome. Well, here comes Mr. Mala. He's going to pound him one in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Monsieur Mala's, like, leaping through the air onto the chip yeah. there. But yeah. before he does, here comes Robot Man. He's <laughs> found himself a log and <laughs> attached it to his hip so he can stump around. <laughs> Oh dear. Gathump, gathump. And he picks up the gorilla man. Gorilla throws him. <laughs> he did manage to get his arm reattached. Yeah, how did he do that? That's pretty <laughs> impressive. You'd figure at one of these points that uh, the chief would just put some sort of, you know, Lego type interlock yeah, yeah, system. Little snap so system. Snap him back on whenever he needs to. Because you got to get tired of all that welding. For sure. So, with a signal from Gargoax, here comes the spaceship, and uh, Manu stretches out to get in it, and grabs onto Gargoax and Zumala, and they take off to escape yet again. That's right. Don't. Off they go. We'll get you one day, you thinks. 
so shortly. Rita is apologizing to Steve for thinking that he could have hurt her. Uh, then I got my leg torn up. <laughs> you were knocked unconscious and she's worried about the wet guy. Okay, now Cliff, if you weren't pulling your arm off every other panel, yeah. that might be... Uh, <laughs> she it might show a little, a little bit of its muscle luster after a while, but... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cliff pulled his arm off? Oh, really? Yawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been That's there. <laughs> Been there, done that. Ah, uh, how sweet. Mentos carrying her in his arms. Yes. And well, she says, yes to the mayor again, and she says, yes, 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 but when? <laughs> Three hours! What? We just had a huge fight. It's going to take the chief at least that long to weld on another leg on Cliff. <laughs> For sure. But no, apparently he gets it all done. That's right, because we've got one page to wrap this up, gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess, you know, a whole ceremony, a whole book dedicated to the ceremony probably isn't too exciting for a year old kid in 1960. That's right. Let's just cut to the chase there. So, yeah, they got the big wedding scene. There's a Cliff man. <laughs> Cliff with a top hat. Cliff with a top hat, yeah, giving her away. While Beast Boy comes running up. He's there yeah. to uh, be a part of the ceremony. He's hanging out. He's a flower, flower boy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, too, uh, the Teen Titans are there. and They are short. Look at them. They're, they're kids. Well, yeah, they're kids, but... They're kids like they're supposed to be in this one. <laughs> they're, they're, they're supposed to be Changeling's age. I guess so. This must be really early in their... Uh... Oh, yeah. This is, like, their first appearance in Brave and Bold era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look and, at that. Uh, and there's... Uh, Super hip. hip. Playing guitar. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, like this wedding swings better than a graduation gig at Benedict Donald High. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Little shout out to Arnold Drake's other book. Right. And Wonder Woman swooning there. Ooh, what a kiss. Ruth <laughs> Zeus, what a kiss. <laughs> She's big on wedding kisses. She probably watches all those royal weddings and stuff too. <laughs> Oh boy! So anyway, it's all over. All said and done, Cliff still has top hat on. He's running around like the Duke in the Mafia. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's okay. They don't even get a honeymoon because there is another an emergency. Well, it's funny because Mentos like, okay, well now that you're my now my wife, you can say goodbye to the Duke Patrol and settle down to have my babies. That's right. And she's, she's like, like, oh, sure, we have an emergency. Sure. She's like, oh, screw you, buddy. We're going. See you later. I'll see you at home. <laughs> That's right. She is a career gal. She's not giving up her career. I sure did show her who was boss, didn't I? I love my wife, but I can't stand my freak brothers-in-law. <laughs> She's oh. like the uh, modern Mary Tyler Moore. She's going to have it all. That's right. The man, the career. For sure. Uh-huh. So that's the end of that one. Yes. Yes, yes. And it kind of, well, does it doesn't really continue, but, but you get to see the ongoing story there. Is this the end of the Fabulous Freaks? If Rita is Mento's bride, can she still be Elastigirl? Wait and see. So, it's kind of cool. They've got little ongoing stories continuing along. Very cool. Yes. I uh, check and see if there's any good in the letters page, but half of mine is missing. Oh, uh, what do we got here? We got one letter saying it's the best magazine ever because of Beast Boy. 
<laughs> He's so unlike all the stereotype teenagers in other comics. They are respectful, average, ordinary kids who never entertain an independent thought. Beast Boy, to me, he's human. And they, uh, they're like, whoa. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with respectful, average, ordinary kids, Cap. But uh, we agree they'd make for very quiet heroes. One of the reasons Beast Boy's caught on, we think, if you want some elemental psychology, is that he expresses what other teenagers must repress for the good of society. Yeah, keep that, teenagers. Uh -huh. Shut your holes. <laughs> so there's that. There is. You were just on a big class trip with a bunch of teenagers. Is this true or yeah. not true? <laughs> they are totally. Uh, yeah, we survived. We survived the class trip. <laughs> None of them went over the Niagara Falls, although it was touch and go for some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, we all came back. I thought it would make for, you know, a better end-of-the-year trip if we all came back. Yeah, come back <laughs> with as many as you left with. Good, yes. good policy, really. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. Yes. Uh, nothing else there on the letters page. Just uh, some requests for trading this issue for that issue. and The usual stuff you get away with in the 60s, I guess. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're publishing addresses and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yes. A little plug for the next installment of the Robot Maniac series. Woo! Uh -huh. We've got a Sizzler lined up tentatively titled Robot Maker Must Die. Uh-oh. Mm. That's probably not good for somebody. Probably not. Mm -hmm. And that is the end of... Oh, there's a direct currents. There's a direct currents on the back. So is what there? else is on sale here? We've got Action Comics... Uh, in the 30th century, of course, uh, where the Superman of 2966 tangles with Muto, the big-brained mutant with the supermental powers. Supermental, not just mental. Yeah, supermental. Uh, we've got the Crimeateers in their school for Superman assassins in Superman number 188. Ooh. We've got Batman... Huh. Batman never had it so good, nor criminals so bad as when the masked manhunter sent mysterious impulses to a crime that was underway. It's Batman's Crime Hunt a go go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but you know, I you know just it just sounds it awesome, though. <laughs> oh, let me see. Tomahawk is going up against the attack of the Gator God. Oh. And in Aquaman. They are hailing Aquababy, King of Atlantis. Aquababy? Uh-huh. The Sea King's baby son replaces him on the throne. I don't know why Aquaman can't keep a title. That sounds <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they just don't do stories like that anymore. They do not. That's I don't think problem. that kid ever had a name. Like, eventually, I think he was called Arthur Jr., but I think in the run of that series, he was only ever Aquababy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well. Oh, and there's a little Legion ad. Locked in a planetary prison camp. All right. That's a great one. Prison camp? Captives Woo! of a three-eyed fanatic with atomic energy in his veins. It looks like the members of the Legion have had it. Have they? <laughs> Probably. Yep. I, I think that's close to going, uh, going <laughs> under that title. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> All righty. So Holy that... Cow. 
Uh, I just been informed the last episode was issue episode fifty. Oh, wow! Look at that. This is issue. You probably should have said something about that. <laughs> All <laughs> Shows right. how good we are at this now. Happy fiftieth. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Happy belated fiftieth. All right. Mm. Any other big old comments there? Uh, oh, people just uh, came in and told us about the, the capsule around Beast Boy's neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Doom Patrol 100, apparently he told them that the capsule he wore contained a key to a bank vault. Oh, right, right, right. his father's secret of reverse evolution. Right. Okay. Well, that makes uh, sense. So Dr. Weir made a copy of the key and stole the papers, so with the vault empty, there's no point in carrying it around anymore. Right. All right. That makes sense. That's what was Beast Boy's bulge. A key. Excellent. And he also mentions the Meteor Man. There was an old Marvel villain called Meteor Man. Right. Right, right. That's the one I was thinking. He also said they published the comic book adaptation of the Robert Townsend movie, Meteor Man. That's uh, the one I was thinking. Okay, of. okay. Gotcha. Oh, and remember Birdman and the Galaxy Trio? They had a Meteor Man, too. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of Meteor Mans. No kidding. That's that's like a we need a Meteor Man crossover team up. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, if anyone else wants to uh, throw us some comments, you can visit us at doompodtroll.com. And all of our episodes are up there and you can just click a link and comment away to your heart's content. Or uh You wanna get up close and personal. Yeah, yeah. Send us an email. Right. Doompodtroll at gmail.com. Yes. Absolutely. Please do. Please. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome to talk to people. Oh. <laughs> For I have sure. a huge fly in my office here. Yeah. So, that's Excellent. Buzzing around, buzzing around. Need like a little negative man energy to just zap it. Zap it. it. Yeah. One of those tennis rackets. <laughs> <laughs> Some other time, perhaps. Right. Anyhow. Alrighty. Well, thank, you, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll catch y'all later, gang. Bye bye. <laughs>